See, some niggas will go to jail knowing their homeboy should have took that case and they'll squabble about it in jail. Man, you should have told. No, nigga. Why we got to do it there? If that white boy got to look at us, nigga, you know I'm got the job. You know I got kids. You do this life, homie. Why should you put me in this situation? Nigga, it's mine. He going to find it in my pocket. He ain't going to find it under no motherfucking seat, you coward motherfucker. Tell me why are we so blind to see that the ones we hurt are you? Yo, 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 it's JP on the FWM Podcast. Fire with me, the Diary of the Strong Black People. I'm here again in the rabbit hole. And I really want to touch on today, man, this cancel culture that we have adapted in society is getting ridiculous. It just shows that how the world has begun to shift that we have become bullies. If it doesn't fit an agenda for what the media says to do, what they're telling you to say, or what they're pushing, you go against it. If you go against the grain, oh, you you get canceled. It's just a lot of things that I've been looking at over the last few days, just starting off um, with Charleston White, T.I., and Bootsy. Now, granted, you know, Charleston White's approach is de- definitely unorthodox. Um, it can be, um, it can be right in your face, but can you say that he lies? He's telling nothing but the truth. But where I'm going at with that is when it came to T.I., those are the type of celebrities, the type of people with influence that, you know, he was going underhandedly and reaching out to people to try to cancel his voice. Um. And that, that I have a serious, serious problem with. It's like, yeah, you're right. I think the kids thing you should definitely stay away from. Um, but he wasn't lying about, you know, the image that T.I. and Bootsy pushed to our generation of kids growing up and then not just the kids now. It's like, you know, your kids are trying to portray that life and they don't have to. They've never seen a struggle. They've never struggled a day in their lives. They never had to worry about anything a day of their life. So why must they act out like that? He wasn't wrong when he said if those kids keep acting the way that they act, they're going to jail. And we got to start being stand-up people and understanding, man, if someone does not stand up 
to stop the foolishness, then nobody will. Somebody has to start that. People keep saying, you know, he a snitch and he FBI, he fed and stuff like that. But who cares if people having a problem with it and like, nah, I don't want him around me, this, that, and the other, he'll get me locked up. But what are you doing that would get you locked up? That's the issue. If you worrying about somebody snitching on you or you can't do this and do that around a person, that means you need to check what the hell you're doing. That means you're doing some shit that you don't need to be doing. Granted, if you're doing that, you're right. Maybe you need to, but it's people out here who's not doing that. It's civilians out here in this world who are really being civilians. And they in danger. It's a reason why it's a neighborhood watch. It's a reason why it used to be the old head in the hood, you know, the old guy, when he come around, he's be like, hey, man, but you can't do that around Mr. Earl. And he don't play that shit. And we respected that. The way that the world is going right now, these kids don't have any respect for adults. Because the media and society is allowing these kids to raise themselves. And the parents is just like, the parents want to do their own thing. And they're letting the laptops, the iPads, YouTube, and all social media raise these kids. I remember a time, man, where kids couldn't get a cell phone till they was like 13, 14 years old. These kids now getting cell phones at eight, seven, five, and you just giving it to them and get going about your way. You go turn up the lap, the 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 iPad or the laptop, raising the kids. Social media raising the kids. These kids now getting jobs at 14, 13 years old. These kids are raising themselves and there's no adults stopping that shit. The millenniums are not standing up. I don't think the millenniums realize one day we are going to be old. We are young now, but one day we're going to be old. These are about to be the kids that's going to be our lawyers. And most importantly, our doctors. And they don't know shit. These kids get more and more time out of school, more and more days on break, more and more days. COVID put these kids behind the eight ball so far. Y'all and y'all didn't cry about the kids, the lack of education for the kids. Y'all cried about. Y'all wanting the kids out the house because y'all don't want to take care of y'all kids. These kids go to school. That show that these teachers, y'all view the, the teachers as the daycare workers. They come home from school. There's no interaction. 
they go straight to the to the room, lock themselves up there, and they got the phone in their hand. They come downstairs, sitting in the living room, and she got the phone in their hand. People walking down the street right now, they're not even looking up anymore. They're looking down in their phone. They'll walk into a pole. Walking across the street, not even looking if a car's coming. Everybody's so stuck in their phone. Nobody want to miss what's going on on social media. Charleston is not lying. Especially when it comes to these rappers. A lot of people complaining about because your favorite rapper that you idolize, that idolize killing, drugging, cheating, beating women. The women part, the women rappers, WAP, fuck nigga free. It's like, bro, what is the world coming to? And, and you cool with it. Because everything, fuck shit is so fun to everybody. It's like, damn. Life is hitting a lot of people real quick. And real fast. And it, and and it's scary to a lot of people. A lot of people don't don't realize how life is is serious. It's all about a turn up, it's all about fun, but yet you don't realize how precious it is and how much time is wasted. Cause you think for a long time you just thought when you get old, that's when you die. But now you're starting to realize people dying younger and younger. And, and it's due to younger people killing the older people. A lot of crime, these young people, is getting out of hand. They are knocking these old folks out. Every time you turn around, who started this trend? Of so much grief being posted on social media. Every time you turn around, somebody died and you got to post it. Everybody a, a, a journalist now. Everybody got to post it first. RIP this. Everybody got to share an article about. So it is so much death and doom and gloom. And y'all wonder why energy is so messed up. It's because of what you see. You become what you're around. All the time. You become that. If all you see is doom and gloom, that is what you become. No matter how positive you are. That doom and gloom energy, when it comes upon you, you begin to, to intake that. It begins to become you. And you don't even realize it. You don't even realize it. And then when it comes to the cancel culture, you say something. Everybody's offend, offended. Everything's offensive. And then they you bully them into an apology. The Kanye West thing. Nori, they bullied Nori into coming on The Breakfast Club and apologizing. 
when he stated he stands with freedom of speech and they bullied him into apologizing. They bullied him. And to be honest, revolt, we all know that was some bullshit with the with the Carisha and, and Drink Champs tying. Drink Champ should have won. But we know that it being a tie, something had to happen. Something had to happen to stain drink champs. Because drink champs didn't do anything wrong by having Kanye on there. They knew that because they know when someone's hot right now, when they're the buzz, you got to get that interview. You know that. But the problem is when you mix alcohol into a situation, it brings out your demons. It brings out your demons. Everything, no matter what, if Kanye was sober, he probably would have said the same thing. I only I only heard sound bites of it. I didn't watch it. So I don't even know if he was drinking. But I do know Nori was. I know everybody else was. So you're not even on your P's and Q's to even because he didn't, he said he didn't even realize some of those things were said. After he listened to it afterwards, he was like, damn. I was there when he said that. I, I, I was I was present. It's like, how do you not know that? How do you get that drunk? And how do you go on something, a platform? How do you promote a platform with just drinking like that? Drinking and drugging heavily is all to just mask what you going through. You want something to, to help you cope. You want something to numb everything that you're going through because a lot of people are afraid to face their demons, face their problems. So you want to be drunk. You want to be drunk so you can say, blame it on the alcohol because you really want to speak the truth. But if you're drunk, you can say, hey, Man, I was drunk, man. You know what alcohol do. But the problem with cancel culture is and the way that things are going, if you're going to say something, stand on it. Freedom of speech has consequences behind it. Cancel culture is not a good thing. However, and, and, and the thing about cancel culture is it's not that the consequences behind your freedom of speech that no matter what it is, like it or not, people are going to have something to say. The problem is, it's when it's not the agenda, when you go against the agenda. That's the problem that I have with the cancel culture. Now, when someone is saying something that you just don't agree, it's harsh, it's overboard. Yeah, there's consequences behind that. You may lose some friends. You may lose some endorsements. You may, but people are losing these things because of the industry and liberal people. 
the woke mafia, you're going against their agenda. And that's the issue. One thing about it, people keep saying you uh, calling people woke and this, that, and other. Man, that's not a good thing. But as black people, man, you just got to have, it's the trend. Oh, I'm woke. Oh, some people just woke today. Today asleep. Man, don't call me woke. Because it's a difference between being woke and conscious. There's a difference. I'm not a woke individual. Never will be. Because being woke is being put is an agenda being pushed. Being woke is being indoctrinated into where this world is going to. They want you to live and have views a certain way. And if you go against the grain, you're canceled. This world is going to, they want to silence people. If you're not saying what we want you to say, we want to cancel you because that is your punishment so you can be silenced. But they don't realize canceling some, we are, this world is becoming unforgiving. People are forgetting that people make mistakes. People grow and learn from mistakes, but this world is so unforgiving. A lot of people just want to bash people and stay on people's paths and their, their, their transgressions because they are, they want to think that that will that will help them get over theirs and that's not true because it's never going to erase your shortcomings jumping on somebody else for about their shortcomings it's not going to erase yours it's not sometimes you got to when you see something, you got to put that church finger up and say, you know, I'm going to step out of that. When you judge, be ready to be judged. That's one thing about it. In the Bible, you know, people are just so Christian. Religion. Oh, you're a Christian. You ain't supposed to judge. Who said that? Is judging right? No. But who said you're not supposed to if you, if that's the choice that you want to make? Because the reason why you're not supposed to is because the Bible says if you judge, be ready to be judged. That's the thing. But it doesn't say it's a sin to judge and it's a it's a it's is is that you're not supposed to. It's not a good thing. But as soon as you judge someone, you better be ready to be judged. There's only one person, one being that can judge, and that's the creator. But as soon as you speak out and judge someone, there's always going to be something about you that's going to resurface and you will be judged. So you got to be careful. Sometimes you got to bow out gracefully on certain things and just mind your own business. Don't speak. We all got to speak on every single thing. Somebody always got to put their two cents in. Somebody got to speak on it. 
That's where you mess up at. Because you don't realize when you sweep around somebody's front door, you better make sure what's in front of your front door is squeaky clean. Because yours will be revealed. And you better be ready. And this world is unforgiving. Because everybody don't want forgiveness, don't want to forgive, but always want forgiveness. You don't realize forgiveness until it's something that you did. Because people make mistakes. Sometimes we make rash decisions that we shouldn't have made. Behind anger and hurt. And we like, damn, I maybe shouldn't have did that. I was just so hurt. I was so mad. And you have to go back and talk to that. Whoever you hurt, whatever that, whoever you did something, you got to go back to them. And you want forgiveness. You want understanding. You want grace and mercy. But you want understanding because it's somebody who did something to you. Some people do it spiteful, but you know, to you and and depending on what your level of, of what you have, that somebody did something to you, it is your business and it's up to you if you don't forgive them. But the thing about it is whatever your level of just no coming back is different from somebody else's no coming back. So if you're going to tell somebody who did something to you, there's no coming back. When you do something to somebody else, you can't tell somebody else, oh, man, that was nothing, man. Come on, man. I wasn't even that big. When they draw that line in the sand and when they put that boundary up, there's no telling somebody that, man, come on, man, that, that wasn't that bad. Nah. Whatever their boundary is, whatever that they feel like. That, that, nah, I can't, I, if you do it one time to me, man, I, nah, you'll do that again. You can't tell somebody, you can tell them, listen, I apologize, I, I, I won't do it again. But if they choose not to accept your apology, it's up to you, that's up to them. Now, Jesus and God forgives, but you got to realize we humans. We, we model ourselves in perfection like him, but hey, human nature, human emotions, it kicks in. And we have to ask for forgiveness from the creator and, and talk to him and say, hey, you know, I, I, I'm trying my best, but I'm human. Continue to work on me. When you ask him to heal you, you know, you, you'd be better off. You would never forget. But you can forgive. You know, because everybody makes mistakes. When it comes to the Kanye thing, you know, he's in this character mode because everybody likes characters. He knows Everybody already saying he crazy. Ever since his mama died, he ain't been the same. You got to realize when certain people are capitalizing off of certain things. 
You have to understand. He is battling some things, boy, that you couldn't even imagine. Sometimes people are caught in. They made a mistake of making a choice. For a better life. Or. For fame. And realize, damn. I wish I wouldn't have did that. He's battling that. Now he's trying to right some of his wrongs, but he's battling so many demons. It's coming out wrong. It's coming out wrong. But also, a lot of things he's still trying to capitalize financially. And that's where he's making a mistake. Him and Candace Owens, they are very intelligent. First of all, to be a billionaire, you can't be stupid. You have to have some type of intelligence to be able to invest and make that amount of money. You got to be an intelligent person. But what he has done now is linked up with someone like Candace Owens, who is very, very intelligent herself. Very, very intelligent. Again, just like Charleston White, both of them are not Lying. It's just how they're choosing to go about it. Charleston is not going at this on a divide and conquer financial part like Candace and Kanye is. They're, they're, they're speaking out. They're telling the truth, but they're also financially gaining by it. And that's the messed up part about it. That is the messed up. That, that, that's the fucked up part about it. But he's definitely battling some heavy demons. But even with this election for the Senate right now, with Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock, Ever since Obama got out of office, it has gotten to, they have capitalized on racial divide. You know, when you really look at that debate, Warnock did not answer any question. He danced and avoided every single question but what they did do is the democrat game plan is every time they asked him a question he pulled on your heartstrings he put black in it and he pulled on your heartstrings it's all about struggle it's all about pain and most of the black people who who follow the Democrat Party, they 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 have adopted this oppression mindset. And a lot of them have never fucking been oppressed. Ever. Black people just want to feel the culture or but not all black people are like that. Y'all people keep saying the 
the Republican Party is racist. No, the Democrat Party is racist because everything has to be about black. They look at every black person as struggling, oppressed. And that's not fucking true. That is so racist. Every time somebody come, I had a person come knock on my grandma door the other day when I was visiting. You know, are you registered to vote? You know, and then she said something about the, the candidates and well, we're pushing. Such, you know, she's a dem, he, uh, they're a Democrat. And I'm like, OK, the fuck that mean? Because I'm black, I, I, I need to vote Democrat. This white lady walked up to me. I'm a Democrat. I didn't look at it as this white woman said it because there's a lot of black people have adopted that to just think Democrat is just if you ain't you ain't black if you vote Demo, if you don't vote Democrat. Hey man, if you don't stop with that bullshit, it's like our culture does not want our black card question. Bruh, you're black. No matter how much you slice it, bruh, you were born black. Nobody can take your black card. Understand that. If you get that through your head, your black card cannot be taken away. When you get that through your thick minds, you will stop thinking. If you if you don't think a certain way, if you don't, if you if you're not supporting a certain thing, you ain't black. Who does that? What independent thinker in their right mind would think that people are so scared to say what they really feel of being canceled or being considered not black? You got black kids right now that don't want to read because they don't want to feel like they're going to get talked about because they're a bookworm, they're a nerd. You got black kids, black little boys who like to play instrument, like music, like certain things. But, oh, that black boy should want to play sports. They're afraid of being ostracized and alienated because that ain't black. But that's so racist. But you're not here. You don't get it. You're not getting it at all. Warnock sat up there about how he grew up in Caton Holmes. Every question he had to pull on your heartstrings, but would not answer any of the questions. And, and nobody heard that, but everybody wants to look at Herschel Walker as the Uncle Tom. He a jock, he's stupid. It's like, bruh, but our culture is doomed because everybody just wants the government to keep giving you something, the more you get dependent, you're going to keep looking for the next handout. So they're able to take it away from you and pull on your heartstrings. Give you a stimulus check here. Now everybody, when the next one coming out? So now they're going to spread it out. So now you panicking. When the next one going to come out? All right, we got them. We, we got them on the edge. Go ahead and drop another one. Whoo, thank you. When the next one coming out? 
Whether the other side is, bro, having something, you have to work for it. You won't appreciate anything if you don't put your sweat, blood, and tears behind it and understand what it takes to have it because you don't want to lose it because you went through so much to get it. But the more and more the government gives to you, it's going to cripple you to not want to go out there and get it because you know they're going to give it to you. And the more that they give it to you, all you're going to do is blow through it. Fast money slips through your fingers real quick because you know why? I'm going to get it right back. But when you got to slow grind it and get it, you start to appreciate and you don't want to lose it. A lot of people keep saying they want to be famous. They want to be rich. They want to have financial freedom. But then you complain about y'all see the rich people don't want to pay taxes. But do you not realize that is what you're striving to be? One day you're going to be on the other side of the fence to where you're going to feel the same way. But right now, since you're low income, you're trying to hold on to every penny that you got. So you're going to push just like the student loans. Herschel was talking about. Y'all want people who did not take out student loans, did not sign for student loans for that debt, for that tax money, for them to pay when you're the one who took out that loan. You're the one who let the government and, and society tell you, go get a degree. Go do this. Go do that. Then when you try it and realize it's not for you, you begin to be in debt. So you're looking to find a way to not be accountable. Want somebody else for that debt. To, you want people who knew not to do it. They were smart enough not to do it. I'm one of those people that I shouldn't have went. But you know what? I put myself in that and I got to figure out a way to get myself out of it. Whether than trying to find somebody else. To get me out of it when I'm the one who put myself in it. Accountability is something that a lot of y'all don't want to have. And it's sad. It is very, very sad. When you become accountable. You understand your flaws. You understand what you did. You understand what it was. and you. Correct it. You don't point the finger at somebody. Oh, you did this. But did you? But what they said you did, did you do it? And most of the time it is from retaliation. But you did it. Most of the time when somebody do something first. And somebody call you out on it. Instead of just coming out and saying, damn, my bad, man, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have did it. But you, well, you know you did this and da-da-da. It's like 
Okay. But you know what? Or instead of just saying, yeah, I did do that. You know what? I did it because of this. And I just got to deal with that. Whatever the consequences is, I got to deal with that. But I did it for this reason. Stop making it seem like you didn't mean to do it. Stand on what you did. If you retaliated, if you went with revenge, because revenge is not yours. That's the problem. We want to seek revenge because we want people to hurt and we see it. When revenge is not ours, if you allow the creator to just do his will, because if you were wrongly done, it says when you, when somebody wrongly does his people, he's going to handle it. But we are so greedy. We want to see somebody hurt, so we want to get revenge. Nah, nah, God, I got this. I got this one. So when you put revenge in your own hands, you got to stand on that. You got to stand on that and be okay with what comes along with it. But we got to, this cancel culture stuff got to stop. It got to stop. Then you see people on social media. Oh, we got to cancel this person. Somebody. Y'all, please hurry up and cancel this. Hey, you. Everybody is all about joining groups. Nobody know how to stand alone no more. Nobody knows how to start something and want people to just be like, damn. You see what that person doing over there? Well, that, I, I, I fuck with that. Everybody want to join the group. And it's always joining some bullshit. Somebody started some wave of canceling. So we need to go ahead and cancel this person. Who, who starts that? And there's only one culture who does it. But these, these Europeans got our culture in a chokehold. Boy, and it, and we ain't getting up out of it. When that man Kanye said we are enslaved, but that man was not lying. We are physically free, boy, but we are mentally enslaved. That social media and trends got us in a chokehold and y'all don't even realize it. Even now, podcasts and anything media-wise the trend is to talk about celebrity. Nobody wants to hear about it unless it's celebrity gossip. You have to, you have to align yourself with celebrity drama and celebrity bullshit and gossip for you to think people want to hear it. You know, it's okay to be a free thinker. A lot of people don't understand my my platform. Not many people listen to mine like that all the time. Because why? People just love to hear bullshit. I'm going, not everybody want to always hear me harping about the truth and calling shit out. Nobody want to hear that all the time. 
because it seems like it's preaching. But I'm okay with that. I chose my lane. I chose my lane and I'm not choosing industry liking. I didn't do this to go viral of industry liking. I did this because it's a passion that I wanted to help my people. But my people don't even want to hear it. My people don't even want to be helped. Because they want whatever is cool. They don't want to be left behind. They don't want to be left out. Spin a check, get it right back. Fuck all these hoes. Fuck nigga free. That's what my that's what my people want. And that's what y'all about to get. So stop crying about it on social media. Cause this is like the energy that you throw out there. This energy, if you read your statuses and you read these timelines, this energy that you putting out, that's why you keep getting the shit that you're not understanding why. That's the energy you're putting out. One day y'all gonna learn. One day. But I still love my people and I'm gonna still stand behind my people. And one day, one person at a time, their lives gonna keep changing. Their eyes are going to open. Their ears are going to open. It's not going to be something that just happened just with a blink of an eye, snap of a finger. However, though, that slow grind is okay. But it's, it's, it's slowly, these people slowly waking up. But they scared to speak up. Because they don't want to look like the weird one. They don't want people to start alienating them because they because of their views. So they keep it a secret. It's, it's hard to keep pretending to keep an image, which I don't think people realize. The more you pretend, the more you lie to yourself, you got to exert a lot of energy in doing that over and over and over again. It's a lot easier just to be yourself. Every time you lie, you got to think of another lie. Think of another lie. And you got to worry about how to not expose yourself from the other lie. So you got to remember all your lies. But when you tell the truth, you ain't never got to remember the truth you told. Because it's the truth. But I appreciate you guys coming through once again on another episode. And it's JP on the FWM Podcast. Following me. Told me our love was true I was so dumb I believed it All the flags was there Girl, I loved you, I swear Blame Monopoly Would you never been fair? I need medication For the disease you gave me Called trust issues Hate that I miss you
being slick All up on his dude, you don't even Vibe with all my hands, you a damn hypocrite All I ever asked was that You be down for me But you rather be with a boy covered up on yeah. the shit Now you got me 50 My heart